Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, evening, wherever you are, coming out a fighter. 
It is 7.30.23. We're at the end of July, and I'm here with you. And to another month soon, uh, and thank God we've come through. We're coming out of fighter. This is in Georgia, and I'm here to let you going through the fire in one way or another, but guess what? God's called us to go through, not stop the flames, and even if we do, he's walking us on through to coming out a fighter, even though we've been in the fire. Well, glory be to God, it's Sunday, and we're happy, happy to be here, feeling a little bit more rested. Um, today and uh, pressing my way on through. Hallelujah, and I hope you are too. Well, we are here, and we are believing God for things that will happen on tonight that will cause you to press on in and have the uh, that little uh, that you need to move on into that place that God is calling you to. You know, we're here as the body of Christ. We're here to, uh, to encourage each other. We're here to um, let each other know that you're not alone. Even though sometimes it might look as if you might be alone, you're not alone. God is with us, and we are a body, and we are a body of believers in the fight of faith. You know, this is a good fight of faith. Why? Because we know we win. We're not just out here just for the sake of being here. We are here on purpose. You know, sometimes that kind of trips you up a little bit. I won't say maybe not you, but it trips me up a little bit because sometimes I come to a place or a time or a situation where I'm saying, God, what's the purpose in this? And God always shows me that there was a purpose. There is a purpose in what's happening and what's going on in our lives. It's just, you know, the enemy, of course, means it for evil, but with God, all things are working together for good for those who love God and are called to his purpose. So if we love God, yes, the enemy meant it for evil. Even as we go through this fight of faith, we're coming out of fire. We're going to win. Even though it looks like we're in the middle of the fire, we know who is with us. Why? Because we have been made more than conquerors through Christ Jesus we are made triumphant through Christ Jesus. And with that, we can stay encouraged and not only stay encouraged, but part of our purpose is to be an encouragement to somebody who may not be able to see it the way God wants them to see it. So that's part of your purpose. My God, I felt Jesus right there. That's part of your purpose is to know you're here on purpose, to be an encouragement to someone who may not know their purpose so that you can help them move on into the place God is calling them to. Because it's not always just about what we want. It's about what benefits the kingdom of God. And if we're a part of the kingdom of God, there is a calling, there is an, an ushering us into things and places and to be among people that God has assigned to our life because a part of our life is the assignment. That's part of the purpose. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So we are fighters, and we're fighting the good fight of faith. Well, that just came out of nowhere, but we know there's a Holy Spirit, and he's 
speaking tonight to encourage us, to encourage me, to let us know that we are here and we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. And um, I'm glad to be here. So if you're listening by internet and you want to call in, go ahead and do so. That number is 319-527-6027. That is 319-527-6027. Press 1. That way I'll know that you're in the queue and you want me to speak with you and pray with you and, um, you know, be in agreement with what God wants to do. Be in agreement with the Spirit of God for what you need tonight. And if you're texting and want me to, um, you know, pray over something you're sending in or you want to let me know you're there, that number is 214-505-8719. That's 214-505-8719 to text in. Well, I hope everyone has had a great day uh, enjoying uh, just being here, uh, knowing that we are here not by accident, but that we're here because of purpose. And uh, I was reading something earlier yesterday in Second Timothy 3. It says, uh, every scripture inspired of God is also profitable for teaching. So we're talking about our purpose, uh, what God has for us, what he is connecting us with, that we are with this this plan that God has already laid out for us. Because every scripture is inspired by God, it's profitable. And it's profitable to teach us and, and, and have us get an understanding of who we are in God. That's part of it, for us to understand who we are in God and who God is. And it's profitable because it will teach us how to walk through this life. It will teach us how to... Uh, go into situations with a different mindset uh, than we would have if we didn't have a relationship with God and his word that that has taught us that we are being taught by experience, we are being taught by his word, and it's profitable for our being here. It's profitable for our assignment. It's profitable for what God is calling us to. It's profitable for the mission of God to go forth. Part of what we're here for. And so that teaching, the word, the scriptures, the information, the things that we listen to, if we listen to the word of God, we listen to the things that God has done in the past, the things that have happened in old, the things in the New Testament, the things in the Old Testament. We read it because it's profitable and it teaches us how to walk this out how to be who God has called us to be, and how to not be dismayed when the enemy comes and tries to attack us and make us believe that we're here without purpose. But if we're, if we're understanding that God is teaching us through his word, we can grab hold of that when the times are rough, when the seas are stormy, and we'll be able to know in spite of what it looks like, I've been taught that what I'm going through is profitable. It is profitable because I'm learning from it. And also reproof. Sometimes, you know, people have this mindset that, you know, uh, that God is a big bad God and he just wants to take something and knock us out. Well, God wants to reprove us. He wants to, uh, what is another word for reproof? I looked up the definition. Okay. 
something that God has disapproved of concerning our lives, concerning what we're doing. He may disapprove of it. Okay? Well, what better teacher, <laughs> what better this, um, hmm, instructor will we have than God to teach us, for God to show us, no, you don't need to go that way. You need to go this way. It's because God wants what's best for us. It's profitable for us to be in a place where God has rebuked us. It's profitable. It may not be comfortable, but it's profitable for the word to rebuke us, for the word to tell us that, no, that's not what you need to be doing. That's not the type of mindset you need to have. That's not the direction we need to go. So we profit from the reproof. We profit from God's disapproval because we are being taught that God has already given us what we need in his word to walk this thing out and by the spirit of God. And it's for instruction, to instruct us in the way that we should go. And it looks like it's trying to kick me off already, and I just got here. I just heard a uh, thing that came in on the on my end saying I have 90 seconds. So, guys, I don't know what that means. I don't know if we're going to be kicked off or not. So let's just be prayerful about that. So, anyway, on part, a part of the correction and the reproof would be for instruction, as 2 Timothy 3 and 16 tells us about, for instruction, which is to righteousness, for us to walk this thing out with righteousness, the righteousness, righteousness that comes from Christ Jesus, not our own righteousness but the righteousness through Christ Jesus. And so with this, we can understand that God directs us by his word for our lives so that it will be approved by him. Our lives would be approved by him. And when our lives are approved by him, when we are in a place of receiving the blessings of God, it's because God has approved. Of course, there's grace. Of course, there are things that God can do, and he can supersede some stuff, but we get the blessings. We get the benefit of what we need from God because we've been walking according to his word. We've been walking by the teachings. We have accepted the correction. We're following the instruction, and God is directing us and our lives through his word so that it can be approved by him, and he can bless us. So, that was really heavy on me yesterday. It was like, okay, God, you know, I hear what you're saying. And we need to be so attentive when God speaks to us because he's trying to get something across to us that maybe we possibly missed. And I don't have time to miss the things that God has for me. I don't have time to miss the direction that God is calling me in. I, you know, I was dealing with something today uh, in, in concerning ministry. You know, it's like, God, I don't want to be somewhere I'm not supposed to be just so someone can say that I'm there with them, you know, and it, it looks good. I'm not interested in that. The only thing I'm interested in is in what God has assigned me to. And what God has assigned me to 
is the most important thing and the only thing that I'm interested in when it comes to doing the things that build the kingdom of God. I'm not interested in building the kingdom unto man. I'm not interested in having uh, things built so that people's names can be called and recognized in the community. I'm not interested in that. It's all good. It's all grand and everything. But my heart is connected to that which God's heart is connected to and that my hand be on the plow that he placed it on and not a plow that might make somebody else look really good. Not interested in that. And so when I read the scripture yesterday and I was meditating on it and I just began to just examine and to ask God to direct me in his word so that my life would be approved by him. So, Lord, we just thank you tonight. We pray that the word of God um, that has been spoken, the scripture, has said something to someone and ministered to someone concerning their direction, their uh, position, their instruction on where God is calling them to and how to know that it's not by happen chance or accident, but you are being positioned because God has an assignment God has you here for a purpose and that we don't miss purpose. And as we, as we stay in his word and as we stay before him and as we look to him, he will direct, he will uh, guide, he will instruct because it's profitable, hallelujah, for us to receive correction. And we, it's profitable when we accept and receive the instruction which is of righteousness, so that we can be who God has called us to be in this earth at this time. And, Lord, we give you the glory and the honor. We pray for Prophet Randy. We thank you, Lord, for his life. We thank you for the ministry of the Holy Spirit and how he uses him. And thank you for his wife. We speak healing and blessing over them and over her tonight. And those who come on and minister and are part of what God has assigned them to do, here as a purpose that should be fulfilled and will be fulfilled because of the word of God going forth and the instructions that have been given them to be in position to do what God has called them to do. We give you the glory because you're God. You always will be God. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Well, you all pray because I heard that this show is going to end uh, in so many minutes. I don't know why. Uh, it shows that I'm not on the air, so hold on. I'm just going to check on something real quick because it, it's showing I'm not on the air. And I hope you can hear me. Let me go ahead, and I'm going to go to this first caller and see. 502. All right, guys, I'm going to try to refresh. I don't know what's going on with the system tonight. Hold on a moment. I'm trying to see if someone can hear me. Hello? There we go. Hello? Hey. Yeah, 502. Hey, I can hear you. Yeah. Okay, Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. (laughs) Is this Greg? It is. Oh, okay. All right. Well, Greg, I'm glad glad you're there. uh, On this end, I got a few messages that says the show is about to end. So I don't know what's going on. But we're going to um, 
go ahead and because it's showing I'm not on the air. All right. Well, anyway, let's move on while we can. And then I'll try to um, – hold on a moment. Let me see if I can send Prophet Randy a text to see if if um, he understands what might be going on. All right, just bear with me here. Oh, let's see. Hmm. Okay. Notification that show All right, so I a message through, so we're going to just move on. We got that a few times. All right, so Greg, how are you doing tonight? Doing pretty good. Praise God. Well, there's definitely nothing wrong with that. Let's go ahead and pray for you. Hold on a second. I can bring this speaker back up. All right, hope everybody can hear me okay. Well, Father, we just thank you for Greg. Greg, you're in what, Kentucky? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for Greg and Kentucky. And, Lord, we just give you the honor and the praise for um, the path that's been set before him. God, we just thank you that <laughs> I just, I don't know, that what was that Johnny Cash song, um, Walk the Line? <laughs> yep. I just heard the line. Glory be to God. So, Greg, just walk the line, my God. There's a, it, It's set before you. And um, don't, don't, you know, like, have you ever seen, you know how, like, <laughs> when uh, even on a tight, tight rope, tight rope, you see how they walk that line. And, and if they go uh-huh. lean a little bit too far to one side or the other, they're going to topple right off. And, and, and yeah. that, and you're going to have to start all over again. You're going to have to, hopefully you won't be hurt with, in that situation, but you know, it's it, it's. I see that it's very important in this time, what whatever God is doing with you and how He's speaking to you and how is He how He's instructing you is that you walk the line. Hallelujah! Uh, uh, don't be distracted, especially in a situation when you're walking a line. Any little amount of disturbance can get your attention and cause you to lose focus from what you need to be focused on because the distraction comes so that you can't maintain the balance. You can't maintain the line, and you will tend to be drawn away if you don't focus on what God has called you to walk the line of. And so, Lord, I don't know what this means, but all I heard was walk the line, and I thought of Johnny Cash. I was like, oh, why am I thinking of Johnny Cash? But anyway, (laughs) it's... It's it, 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 it's crucial. Hallelujah. So, Lord, we thank you for that. We thank you for Greg's life. We thank you, Lord, for the assignment that you've given him, even as I was speaking concerning purpose and that we're not just here. You know, our purpose is so connected to 
sometimes we think about our purpose just as our purpose and what God wants us to do. And, yes, that's, that's it. And what we do that is in relationship to what God has called us to do is also in relationship to another person or place or thing that's connected to what God purposed us here to do. And I just sense that's very important right now because there are connections. There are things. There are people. There are places that you are connected in purpose with. And so, Lord, we give you glory as he focuses in on the assignment for purpose to be manifested not just in his life, but in those lives and those things that he has been predestined to be connected with for the glory of God. And we give you glory, God, because you, you know what we are here for. You know why we are here and the assignment. You know, because you knew us before we were even formed in our mother's womb. Before the foundation of the world, you knew us. You knew Greg. And you knew what he was going to be dealing with at this time, at this place, in this season. And so, God, we thank you that he won't miss purpose as he walks the line for Christ, for the purpose to be filled in his life and the lives of those connected in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen and wow. <laughs> wow. I was like, wow, me too. Uh, All right. What we got going yeah. on, Greg? <laughs> um, I know God's just really been, oh, what, tightening me up. Lining, you know, lining me back up with him. I mean, I, I am that I'm that person that was literally born into the church. I mean, the first place I went, first place my mother took mm-hmm. me out of the house was the church. Um, yeah. All the way through Christian schools, Christian college, and I've I've leaned a little to the left and the right, bounced off track more times than I care to admit. But um, he's been doing a lot of stuff and about three weeks ago maybe actually it's a little bit longer probably about a month ago a friend of mine had sent me um a tiktok video and Mm -hmm. i went to look at it and watched it and when you go to click out of that it takes you into like the regular videos that, that scroll through and it was right. a preacher. The ver- I didn't. I didn't get on TikTok that much. I, I had only got it because my daughter had it, and she kept sending me stuff. But anyway, so <laughs> I saw this this preacher. His name's Kelly Cop. He goes by Kelly K. And mm-hmm. it was no coincidence that that was the first thing that popped up. And the dude is just he breaks down scripture and. Like, just everything he says is backed up by another scripture. And just, like, just really hit me. So he's got, I think he's got three books out, and one of them is called Think About That. And what's just kind of one of the things that he says, but 40-day devotional, I am 19 days into it right now. And oh, wow. um, it's, it's been a, well, it's not, it's been a game changer. Um, just wow. Keeping me focused on my daily time with God and uh-huh. it's um 
that. So, I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't have to know, you know, where it goes, you know, from here, tomorrow, next month, next year. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just really gotten to the point where he's revealed a lot of stuff to me about, you know, like clean your act up, pay attention, <laughs> time is short, um, mm-hmm. be prepared, be aware, be awake. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just been really, really systematic about, you know, taking me through all these steps. And I know he's nowhere near done, but it's just it's refreshing to know that he wants me. He cares. He, um, mm-hmm. he has a plan. Yeah, and I don't have plan. to know what it is. That's right. But he does. It's really all that matters. Yeah. That's it. That's it. It's yeah. interesting to you bringing up the fact of being disciplined and following through. You know, it's kind of like walking the line. You know, be disciplined. Yeah. You know, stay focused on what I've I've purposed for you. Like you said, you don't have to know what's up the yeah. road. You know, God knows, yeah. and uh, that's all that really matters. You know. A good awesome, 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 awesome. And so, you know, sometimes, you know, things happen that will draw us away. And, um, you know, God is such a loving God, as I was talking about how with the reproof and the correction and the instruction, yeah. you know, sometimes yeah. people look at that as being, you know, being corrected by God. Why not be corrected mm-hmm. by God? Yeah. That that's loving. That's a loving God. You know? Mm-hmm. Who will correct us. It's just like oh. if a parent who doesn't correct a child that's going astray or is just all over the place, yeah. how how's that child gonna end up, you know? Yeah. The Bible says he yes. chastises mm-hmm. those he loves. Yes, he does. The- Yes, he does. Didn't mince words at all with that one. Yes, he does. And he loves us. He loves us. So even though sometimes it might seem that God's being tough with us or we're going through things that we don't really understand and we're being corrected, you know, it's because he is he wants to bring something out of us sometimes that we don't even know is there. And only yeah. through that situation and that correction and that reproof and that instruction are you going to get what's in, out of you. Yeah. Or develop something, you know. Yeah. Yep. Praise God. Mm. Well, yep. that was pretty cool. Pretty cool. Well, what's going on? What else going on? Just, you know, um, <laughs> Well, I mean, it's, it changes your perspective and what's important. Um, I mean, it's kind of changed, the, you know, um, each day. But uh, right. it's everything that they've always preached to me all these years and anyone else is that, you know, when you set aside that time for him, it, it'll start changing mm-hmm. you. It'll start changing things right. around you. Um just, that is so true. I, I really can't think of a better way to start my day. 
and just spending time mm-hmm. with him and giving him the first fruit of my day. Um, mm-hmm. Well, so, I mean, I mean, I mean, that's that's he 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 draws us into his peace. That's what I experienced yeah. yesterday because I I've been running and and going and doing and. So I had the grandkids the first part of the day, and um, so I when I dropped them off, and I just, you know, I said, I'm not coming home and doing anything but just try to rest and hear from God. And so it was, it was just so good, I mean, to just, it was almost like God said, meet, you know, like, just meet me someplace and just let's, let's just roll all that stuff over on me. Just meet me meet me. Let's have this rendezvous. <laughs> Just meet me. And I'll 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 give you some instructions. I'll give you rest. You know, just meet me. And yeah. it, it 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 happened, you know, I I met with God and I hey and I didn't leave out the same Greg. I left out a little bit different. I left changed. Yeah. I met with him. I sat in yep. his presence. You know, I, I, I mean, it was amazing because I've been so busy. I haven't been doing that much. And um, that was awesome. And so God calls us to, it makes me think about with, May, with Mary and Martha, you know, how she was running around and you oh, know, yeah. Martha yeah. was the one, you know, was busy out doing yeah. this and she was a little bit anxious yeah. and stressed. And that, what, did, what did Mary do? And what did the word say? She chose what was bad. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So you think about it in the natural. Do you actually think about, be honest with you, Be I'm just going to be up straight front with you. Honestly, in the natural, you say, well, no, what is she doing? She's just sitting there. You know, like, yeah. He's not doing yeah. anything. But, you know, we have to, you know, look at this, you know, in a spiritual way. When God says rest, he says he means for you to rest. He means you to come to him. And she had chosen that, and she benefited from that. We benefit from sitting at the feet of Jesus. Oh, yeah. We benefit. Make them what's important, important. Yes. And, you know, I think a lot of people attribute, they attribute the busyness of ministry as always connected with something God wants them to do. That's not always true. You know, we think that, oh, we're doing the, the, the work of God. We're busy. We're here. We're there, you know. But what? is God telling you to do? Is this the season? Is this the time? Or has he told you yeah. to rest in him? But, I, and and that was kind of one of my things I was going through today. I didn't go to church today. <laughs> I confess, y'all. I didn't go to church today. And I didn't go to church today because I felt the Lord calling me to just, I don't know, this place in him and away from the busyness. Because normally I'm up and I'm going, but I did oversleep, guys, because I, I was up really, really late. And I'm usually up late because my hours are 
with my job, I work late. And even though I'm off at 11 o'clock now, I'm still up to 2 in the morning sometimes. And so my body is just not acclimated to that norm of going to sleep at 11 when I get off because I worked to 1 a.m. for so many years. But anyway, I, I was kind of in that mode, you know, last night, and I didn't go to sleep, so I did oversleep. But it was all right. God says, I'm, I, don't let convict, you know, some sort of, uh, what is it, not, uh, what do you call it? Don't be, like, convicted by that or, well, it's not the word convicted. What's the other word? Um, what is the other word? I can't even think of the other word. But basically, don't feel like you've missed me here because you haven't missed me, you yeah. know. And then I, then I had to rest in I had to rest in God in that you know just rest in God okay I didn't miss you God you know um, the enemy wants to come along and try to attack you and make you feel some sort of way about something but you know God will let us know if you're resting in Him He's gonna give you peace about situations that other people might look at and think oh well they're in rebellion. They're doing this. They're doing that. Uh-uh. No, not not necessarily. So that's, you know, that's important when we have that information and understanding concerning the scripture and it being profitable to us. Hmm. You know? True. All right. <laughs> what are you going to say about that? True. That Want to share on that one? That's all I can say is proof. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So anyway, we all are assigned. We have our, we're on this journey. God is doing what he needs to do with us, and we just have to let him. We just have to let him. Yeah. Was there something in particular you wanted prayer for? No, I just, just wanted to... Um... I don't know, just catch up and hear what God had to say. <laughs> well, I hope it was a blessing. I, I really got excited about it. Was. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> was. It's just uh wanna yeah, <clears throat> make Matthew six thirty three a foundational that you know, that God oh, yeah. meant what he said. You yeah. know, he didn't Yeah. So I'd prefer to have where they say oh, obedience is better than sacrifice. Yes. Yes. Well, and Matthew six thirty three is like one of is my foundational scripture because I remember when I first accepted the Lord or came back to the Lord because I, I grew up in church and um, you know, I, you know, drifted away and then about at at 14, I recommitted my life to the Lord, but then I wasn't in a place of really being taught the word. I mean, I grew up in the church, and then, I mean, I got to be a teenager, and then the Lord just really dealt with my heart, and I remember running to the altar at age 14. I don't even know how I got up there, Greg. I just remember sitting in the church, and, you know, with a group of us teenagers, we'd all kind of had a little group there and we were sitting in the back and I don't even remember what happened. All I remember, and I don't even know what he said. All I know is that I found myself bawling at the altar at 14 and just weeping and crying. And the next thing you know, there are about 
five or six of the other kids sitting back there on the road with me, the next thing you know, they were down there. And um, then the pastor that we were with, he was too, I was in a Methodist church. He was too, I don't know, he just spoke the word. He believed in raising his hands and, you know, our church was really quiet and it was like people didn't like all of that. And so they ended up getting another pastor (laughs) not long after that because he got, they got upset that he wanted to baptize, baptize us. So the Methodists in my particular church, they didn't believe really in baptizing people. They believed in sprinkling you with water. So the next thing I know, we're at a, a Baptist church in a baptismal tank getting baptized, and I think that was it for that pastor. So he didn't stay much longer after that. <laughs> and I think he would have been an excellent, you know, leader and for us because we all recommitted and dedicated our lives to the Lord, and the next thing you know, he was gone. And I just, it was like kind of, I couldn't figure out what was going on, but I realized that, you know, my walk began to get, you know, it was like I began to question my salvation, everything. And so it wasn't until later on in life that I recommitted my life to the Lord. But um, it's just that it, the, the Lord will allow things to happen so that we can we can understand who he is in even a greater way. I mean, I didn't know who God was like I know who God is now. But Amen. and even thinking about even the assignment, like I was the first one that was up there at the altar bawling my eyes out. And the next thing I know, there was a whole group of teenagers behind me crying. And even makes me think yeah. about what I said earlier about how we're so connected. You know, God has us connected because what God did in me affected their lives, affected what they were what they were looking for. And the next thing you know, they were wanting God. So, you yeah. know, God is awesome. You know, he's awesome. And I said all of that, and I don't know why. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. God meant to. That's why. Yeah, I know, but I was, it was something you said. I can't remember exactly what you said that really Matthew got me 633. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. There we go. So anyway, (laughs) that didn't happen then with Matthew 633. But when I did come, you know, reconnect and and came back to the Lord, that was the scripture he gave me. And it was like, you just, you know, seek me first. Seek me. And hey, everything will fall in place. You know, seek my righteousness. Seek the right yeah. way to live. Allow me to do what I need to do in you, and you will reap the benefit. I mean, it's all about the kingdom of, and seeking me first. You know, yeah. everything else, the busyness, or, you know, because I'm very sensitive about stuff. I mean, I don't want to just do stuff just to be doing something. If it's not of kingdom value, most of the time I'm so less like, uh uh-uh, not interested. I'm not interested in busy work. There's enough that God wants us to do that we don't have to be busy doing something that he doesn't need us to do. 
you know. Yep. Because yep. we are people assigned, and everyone has their assignment. So, and, you know, it's just weird. Sometimes people will do things just because they see somebody else doing it because of, of this yeah. thing that's going on inside of them of insecurity. So, yeah. you know, but, yeah, that's that's one of my – that's it right there, Matthew 6.33. So, interesting you'd say that. Well, it's – it's um, I mean, everybody – well, not everybody, but has a favorite verse, a life verse, or, you know, a few verses that, you know, that impact them. And that one, that's been a big one for me for a long, long time, even when I wasn't doing that. Um, mm-hmm. Just, it's uh, always, it's, well, for such a time as this, you know, I'd get it, you know, eventually. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that particular verse, as far as the way I look at that verse, it's it's the whole foundation of your relationship with Christ. Without it, what is there? Absolutely, absolutely. Because if you're not I mean, seeking Him first, yeah, yeah. I mean, the keystone for sure. Hey, that's the rock to build on. That's yeah. what it's all about. You know, I I yeah. was talking to someone, and um, they were talking about. Um, you know, just different uh, things that go on in different churches that have nothing to do with, I'm thinking, you know, how, you know, and it's accepted. It's accepted. Yeah. And so when people try to figure out how they missed it, that's one way that you can miss it, (laughs) you know. If you're not focusing okay. on the, the whole foundation of what you're supposed to be living off of, you'll definitely miss it. Yeah, yeah. Definitely that's miss drifting it. into your to your own agenda, your own will, your own yeah. power and strength, all those things. Mm-hmm. Ask me how I know. <laughs> well, I think we all have an understanding because we've all we've all been there and uh, yeah. done that. I do. I have. Uh, just amazing how, you know, sometimes you can be so blindsided that you really don't even realize you're way off track until you're somewhere way off track. Right. You, know, you don't even like the current understand. that pulled you out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, yep, definitely. Very much so. You, you just be chilling on a raft, and next thing you know, you're two miles down the beach, or worse mm-hmm. yet, two miles out to sea. But yeah, that's a yep. perfect analogy example of it. You know, that's it. If um, we're not fighting the current, which the current, current, the current, the present current, you know, it is designed to pull us away from God. And it if is. we don't don't fight it, if we don't swim against it, then we are going to get drug out to sea. We're going to get caught in a riptide and get swamped. And yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, that just came to but that's exactly what it's like. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's why it's so important. Like, that's what I felt today, even, you know, missing services. And then what I felt today was sometimes when you're so caught up in the busyness of what 
you know, this particular organization is involved with, you're not, you don't even have the time to pull away to sit with God where he can use this scripture, the scriptures to uh, teach you, to correct you, and to instruct you. You have to pull away and find God in his word so that what's the word say? It said it's inspired of God to be profitable. We get profit. There's profit in correction. There's profit, profit in being reproved, and there's profit in instruction from God. And unless we pull aside to have God speak to us concerning some things, it's like, you know, you have a child and you say, hey, Johnny, I need to speak with you. Oh, boy. Johnny probably already knows. <laughs> Especially yeah. if, if he's off track and he's doing something that he shouldn't be doing. He already knows that, you know, I'm needing to speak with you. This could end up being, you know, something that might be a little unpleasant. But what? Guess what? It's necessary. Because if we let Johnny continue just go on down the road the way he he is right now with the situations that are going on, he's not going to be blessed or benefit, and it may fall to his his destruction. But because yeah. of a loving parent that says we need to get a hold of Johnny soon, because if we don't bring some correction here, if we don't bring some instruction here, he's not going to benefit from the blessings we want to give him. He won't get those. And so it's like that's why it's so important, why that busyness, when it's not what God is calling you to do, and even Sometimes, I mean, we just have to be sensitive. When God says, you know, hey, I need, I need you, we need to talk. I need you to sit yeah. at my feet like Mary did. We need to listen. We need to listen. And so I believe that's a season, um, to be honest with you, Greg, I, I mean, you know, I'm older, so, but it's like I never imagined my life being so full with things going on the way, I mean, it seems like everybody I know has so much going on in their life and so much to do that I don't think it was like this 20 years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. It it just doesn't seem like, even when my children were, you know, younger and they were, Take, I was taking them to baseball games and football practice and soccer and this and that. I seem busier now than I, I was then. I, I'm thinking, what? You know, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get it. It just It's easy, especially whenever you, well, I don't know. It's just different kinds of busy. I mean, you're busy with kids and then the kids grow up and, you, you find something else to, you know, that fills some of the space and time that they had taken. Um, yep. But, yeah, it's, I would say many of us do not rest enough. No, no. And there's always something going on. I mean, okay, you know, we did, I grew up with no, I don't know how old you are, but, of course, I grew up with no cell phone and no computers. Uh, no, do you I'm know 16, how much time? So. 
Okay, yeah, so you're right, Rel. So we grew up where there was no, none of that stuff was going on. That right there is a major part of our lives today. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Huge. 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 It takes a big chunk out of our lives. And uh, and easily distracted by. I mean, I have to. I have to really tell myself when I get up in the. If I do get up in the morning early, and you know, I try to make sure when I get up that if I'm pulling out my phone, it's to listen because I have my Bible app on there. It's to listen to the yeah. word and not to check Facebook, <laughs> social media thing, you know, or see who texts yep. me, you know. I have to really tell myself, don't do that. Yeah. And oh, then when you get caught up in that, you end up anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you end up anywhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just one rabbit hole. There's hundreds. Let's see oh, yeah. drop down in. <laughs> yep. So we have all those things that are going on now that did not happen before. Yeah. You know, 20 years ago, 15 years, it wasn't like this. And now it's, it, 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 it is a big part of our lives, and it does. I mean, you can say you can jump on something and look at something. By the time you look at that, something else is connected to that that's drawing you into another direction and you're going somewhere. I mean, you really, that's why I say, if it's not to listen to what, you know, my devotional that morning to start my day, I don't need to touch anything else because I'm going to be somewhere else quick. Yeah, Real absolutely. Quick. Yeah. Real quick. And um, yeah. so, yeah, it's just a different way of life, but... Yeah, that's that 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 word right there. Um, yeah, walk the line. <laughs> I like that. That was interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, it's yeah. the it's uh, you know, in in our era growing up, I'm sure you heard your parents yeah. or someone's parents like, you better straighten up and walk that line, boy, or you better straighten <laughs> that line up, or you know, they referred to yeah, you know. You go. You know, walking, walking a straight line. So it's now, yeah, yeah. Now that you say that, yeah, that that was that was the word, that was the terminology. We knew exactly yeah. what that meant. We the knew next, exactly the what next, that meant. yeah, the next admonition would not have been words; it would have been physical. <laughs> if you did not, that's right, that's right. And you know what? And I lived in a neighborhood. Well. I was I grew up a little bit different because I didn't have any siblings around or anything, but I know that, you know, in that time, in that era, I mean, you know, if Miss Susie across the street saw you doing something, she had just as much right to tell you to walk that line oh, as yeah. your parents did because they'd already given yeah. her that authority and permission to do so. Today, yep. that's not, you know, you know, that's not oh, yeah. so much. So, you know, that's my child. You can't say anything to them. So, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> we know what walks in line. So that's interesting. I, I would say that, use that terminology, and, of course, you know exactly what that is. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Johnny Cash <laughs> fan, too, so it didn't hurt. 
But yeah, that's, you, that that is the first thought though that comes to mind. If somebody says walk, you know, walk the line, or walk the line. I know you kind of yeah, think, I mean, kind of I don't think even know the song. But, uh, <laughs> I know that he said it, but I don't even really know the song, and I knew it was Johnny Cash. But yeah, walk the line. But you know, and I don't know why this just popped into my head, maybe for a reason. But you know, um, if you get pulled over for driving. Oh yeah. We'll just say <laughs> yeah. suspicion suspicion of driving intoxicated or forcibly yeah. or not or unfortunately I've never that's never happened to me but was one of the first they do a field sobriety test and one of the first things they do uh, or among the first things is they make you walk a straight line. That's it. Yeah. 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 Wow. And so it all it has ties a lot of, back in to being able to focus. Yeah. Yeah. Walk this way, walk this way, or it's not going to be very pretty for you if you don't. If, if you walk right. that line when you walk it, yeah. If you can't, yeah. if you can't walk a straight line in that one, you're, you're, you. There will be consequences to face. Which again, there's a whole other analogy that you know. There you go. Is, it's great when you're called to that. It's great when you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're all called to that, but it's great whenever you're. You know, that's that's the word that you get, and it's like. Well, the unsaid word, if it's not said, the unsaid word is, or there will be consequences. You know, there will be consequences. And it doesn't, you know, even if it's, I mean, consequences, what I've, um, the, among the things he's been teaching me um, is fearing God, you know, and mm-hmm. the right fear, not the scared to death. Right, yeah. Scared he's going to punish you. It's, it's what, it, what it came to for me was, Fear of loss of relationship with him, so knowing that right. you know any, any sin breaks fellowship with him, you know, until we repent, right. and get it under the blood. Um, wow! And mm. understanding that, you know, knowing all my life, I always knew that fear of God did not mean you know like be afraid of him, but it's just right. it's fearing, um, and it's not even the the wanting what we can get from him, but. You know, fearing loss of relationship with him, loss of you know, knowing that we have that, and then and fear fear of missing out on his blessings and and what he has for us, and um, there are rewards for obedience. The Bible says very clearly, Um, and that's that's another thing. You know, if if we if we step to the left or the right, so yeah, 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 that's interesting, yeah. That you would say that because I just I just felt the presence of God because it was funny I was listening to um, the radio yesterday I pretty much keep my station on air one so I was <clears throat> I was riding down the road and I was listening to um, the radio and one of the I don't know who it was on that morning they said something around along the lines they had a conversation with someone who didn't even know who Jim Baker was. So, um, so they they said they they explained who Jim Baker was. I guess it was a young person, and they said right. they didn't know who Jim Baker was. You know. So, anyway, so they were. I don't know why they were talking about this, but they said a question came up for Jim Baker as when did you you know when he was in all of that stuff you know with the money and the ministry. And I yeah. guess the person asked, like, when, um, 
Because what? Uh, when did you stop loving God? You know, I, something like that. Like, when did you stop loving God? Yeah. And they said, and they said his answer back to them was, I didn't stop loving God. I stopped fearing God. Yeah. And oh I man. Thought, wow. And then when you said what you said about the fear, how yeah. he the relationship changed with God. Yep. He no longer feared the consequences or what did you just say? You said something else about uh, the fear when you don't have the fear. Um, um, but it was like. You said something. Well, it's fear of missing out on blessings, fear, fear. It's yeah. not just a yeah. fear of fear of, bro- right. fear of broken relationship, you know, or, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's missing out on relationship. It's missing out on blessings, missing out on, you know, all the things that he has for us. That, right. You know, the good things. And I can understand um, somebody having a mind, mindset like that with him because that money thing that had acquired so much success through that, yeah. that, yeah. you know, it blinded, blindsided you know, him yep. as far as the blessings, because as far as he probably could see is I've got the blessings. And when you said, yeah. when you, you know, when you have so much, then, and he says, I didn't fall in love with God. I just didn't fear God anymore. That's pretty profound. Huh. Yeah, because he you know he because I guess he was looking at it in a sense. I've received all this, and I know someone that I think has that mindset as well. I've gotten all these things, and I didn't miss getting these things from God. I guess he attributed it to God, you know. So I don't fear him anymore because I've got these things. Yeah, you know, the enemy has a way of just. Deceiving. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. You know. So yeah, we favorite. don't understand you know, it. Yeah, we don't understand it until we pull away and 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 spend time with God. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. Until you actually start building that actual relationship with Him, you don't have it. You can't have an understanding of, you know, fearing not having it. Right. That's correct. Very much so. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you're not, I mean, if you're not experiencing it, if you're not pursuing it, if you're not um, immersed in it, then it's, mm-hmm. you really wouldn't have anything to fear because you don't understand what you don't have. Right. That is so true. And so that's yeah, why it's started. so important to have that fellowship. Yeah. Yeah, well, that came from, you know, digging into, um, well, I mean, just our two devotionals back-to-back, and one was about wisdom, and, of course, it's always based on the verse in James that, you know, anybody uh, lacks wisdom, let him ask. God does it, mm-hmm. he doesn't judge. Um, but the usually, like, I'll read, you know, my processes, you know, wake up, pray, read the Kelly K devotional and then I'll, I'll, 
always read the verse of the day in the Bible app, and then they have a guided prayer, and I usually walk through that just kind of to mm-hmm. stimulate, you know, any right. thoughts of prayer. Um, and then usually I will read a devotional or two from the Bible app. So between those processes, <clears throat> one morning a while back was everything was either about wisdom or fear. And, you know, after I'd gone through one about wisdom and another one about fear, and you start to see the, that they're they're connected because it says that mm-hmm. fearing God is the beginning of wisdom. Wisdom, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's wisdom yeah. in fearing God. Wow. You see mm-hmm. that whole cycle, and it, it changed the way I was praying um, about wisdom and why. and um, But it, it just... Yeah, yeah that ties in. Yeah, that ties in totally to even what, you know, what they said that he said as far as yeah. I didn't stop loving God, I stopped fearing yeah. him. That wisdom yeah. of understanding who God is and why it's important that, I mean, that's the beginning. You, I mean... Wow, it's just profound to think that you can, you know, think that you shouldn't reverence or fear God because right. there are consequences attached to not walking in that place with God. Because yeah. reverence, well, you know, that fear is what we're talking about is more of a reverence and acknowledging of who God is. You know, and, and this, again, all these these things keep popping into my head, but you know we were talking about wisdom and the fearing God, and and you go back to Solomon, and you know that to hear mm-hmm. God talk about um, how He felt about Solomon, but and you know He obviously trusted Him enough that He He went to him, well, He went to Him in a dream, and He said, mm-hmm. you know, you can have anything you ask, I'll give it to you. Mm-hmm. And right. he, of course, you know, he thought it's like, well, let's see. There's, you know, there's riches, there's fame, there's um, wisdom, and mm. you know, he chose wisdom. But if you, you know, when you read into it, because reading through those devotionals, that you know, I read through that story several times, and when I read what he asked for, it wasn't just like, give me wisdom, make me smart in all my decisions. He asked for a specific mm-hmm. wisdom. He said. Because he'd been appointed as a judge, and he said, well, I want the wisdom of right and wrong. Hmm. Yes. And yes. when you think about, you know, that's the wisdom, hmm. you know, that's so mostly talked about in the Bible. And, and it, it wasn't just like, make me a wise man. He asked for a specific yes. wisdom. Give me your wisdom about yes. right and wrong. So I can judge the people yeah. of Israel according to what you want, and of mm-hmm. course, then the the next step is in, is look, Solomon. That's right answer, correct answer. Let me tell you what you want. So because you asked for mm-hmm. that, and not for fame, not for fortune, I'm going to give you the rest yes. because you asked for something unselfishly. Yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and give you the rest of it anyway. But oh, and that's man. that's how I ta- that's how I tailored my prayer. I didn't just like I didn't say make me a wise man, you know, make me wise in business decisions or anything else. I was just like, 
I want the wisdom of Solomon. I want that, the mm-hmm. wisdom of right and wrong. And even saying that, looking back at some of the stuff that he's brought, uh, he just taught me over the last, since I've started praying that, is has become exactly that, the wisdom of right and wrong. Because you know, there's some things that I didn't really think was wrong or I wasn't being convicted. And I don't know if it's because I pushed it so far away that it wasn't being convicted or, you know, it just different levels of knowledge. But he took me through a pathway and about two days worth and he's like call sin what I call sin you don't get Mm -hmm. to decide what sin there is no gray area Mm -hmm. in sin (laughs) you know and he was through that part yeah and it's just that whole thing is like you know asking for that particular wisdom and not because I wanted all those other things out it's just like I wanted that wisdom because if I'm going to effectively do what he's calling me to do whatever it is I can't do it without that specific wisdom and it's not just right and wrong it's not you think wisdom of right or wrong it's right or wrong decisions not just right or wrong life i mean he said wisdom right. of right or wrong it's just yes. there's a lot to unpack from that and i'm like wow so i mean he definitely yeah. keeps getting my attention by you know throwing those things out there and it's like okay okay Mhm. Mm-hmm. Watch them speak, Lord. Your servants listening. Yeah. And how do we speak? We how do we listen? We we have to pull aside. Absolutely. There's, I mean, it's, you know, to be His Word. I mean, it comes from His Word. Yeah. Yeah. And instruction is in His Word, and we got to spend time in His Word. We got to spend time, you know, with Him, so that He can instruct us. Because yeah. there's no other way. We're going to make it. Oh, We're going to do this thing the way God wants us to do it so he can bless us the way we need to be blessed. And sometimes I think, what's this word? Fool's gold. See, the world's off, the yeah. world officers yeah. offers us fool's gold. <laughs> yeah. And that's basically, you know, what all of this stuff is that is doesn't have eternal value. It's fool's gold. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, hey, and Greg, it's a, there's a lot of it. <laughs> there's a lot oh, of man, it. Oh, man. It's a mirage. Yeah. Yeah. And as we grow in our it. society, it's changed. It's more and more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. Well, yeah. that was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it was indeed. It was indeed. Yes, it Felt was. like we were doing our own podcast there for a minute. Yeah, really. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. Hey, that's a thought. I may have to do something like that. When I, I don't want to do it just to be doing it. We got to do it as God right. instructs. So. Absolutely. Yeah. All um, right, Greg. Well, thank anything you for else? The word. Thank you for everything. No, I just appreciate you. Appreciate what God's doing. Uh, Amen. God's doing something here. He's doing something with the people. All right. Well, you enjoy your week, and we look forward to talking to you again soon. Absolutely. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Have a great night. You too. Bye. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Let's move on. And I think we're still on the air, so hopefully, guys, y'all, 
keep your fingers crossed and prayed up <laughs> that we don't drop off here somewhere because I don't know what happened with that. Let's go to 828989 and this is Angela Joy. Who am I speaking with? Hi, Angela Joy. This is Jennifer from North Carolina. Hi, Jennifer from North Carolina. How are you tonight? Uh, most wonderful. Most wonderful. Now, I like that. Yes. <laughs> Nothing wrong with well, that at all. Most wonderful. <laughs> someone reminded me uh, not too long ago that, you know, God doesn't make a bad day. And if it's bad, then that's on us. <laughs> so, that, that's so really, true. That's really, that's a mindset. Yeah. Mhm. Yep. 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 It's so, a good day. It's a good day. All all day, every day. But you know, we deal with things yeah. that we don't expect sometimes. So kind of like throw us off, but we yeah. keep on. And so Jennifer, as you were talking, <laughs> I had these strange things in my go across my mind. I just saw you kind of like, you know, like Dorothy on the yellow brick road. (laughs) 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 Oh, Oh my gosh. I I just saw Dorothy on the yellow brick road. (laughs) And Dorothy is, is, you know, (laughs) she is just is, you know, she's delighted, and, you know, we don't believe in wizards, but we're going to see the king, so we don't have to worry about the wizard, the wizard of Oz. But, no, the yellow brick road thing, you know, she, you oh. know, got to a place on that road where there was an enlightenment <laughs> that the road's heading somewhere, and I'm heading somewhere, and... There is Dorothy, you know, on the yellow brick road. So, Lord, we just thank you for Jennifer tonight as she is on this road, Lord, and she's at a place in on this journey, on that road, that it's, it's almost like the burden of something has been lifted and there is a, a glow, there is a enlightenment of I'm on the yellow brick road. <laughs> I'm here, you know, to it to 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 walk this thing and out and there are some things that are gonna happen and I don't know what's gonna happen but it's on I'm on the yellow brick road. So Lord, we just thank you. Jennifer, are you still there? I am. Mm-hmm. All my other callers have dropped off because the show's ended. It's weird. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't think, yeah, Prophet Randy, I don't think he set it up right. <laughs> as soon as I as soon as I logged in tonight, it said the show is ending. And it says it's giving me like a few more minutes. <laughs> and, then it, and usually uh-huh. sometimes when we get that, it will let us stay on a little while longer and then it will cut us off. So it drops off. Everything's gone. He probably said it for the wrong time, but at least we're still on here. But I think everybody else is gone. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, that's what I see. So how are you doing tonight? 
Um, wonderful. And just so you know that the yellow brick road is um, what God has used like for the last, I don't know, the nine years with me. And uh, it's... Oh, really? This is, oh, yes. Like, oh, yes. Like, this is amazing that you actually, like, he spoke this because... Um, wow. Yeah. That's, yeah. I'm on this this road, and it's the road to the kingdom. And oh um, wow! Oh yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but it's almost and, like and, I saw and, you um, on the road where you where you got a revelation of the road, or like you know, like I'm on the yellow brick road. Okay, so. And that's why I was like, I felt the spirit say, you know, clarify you're headed to, you know, this is Jesus's road, you know, we ain't going to see no wizard, mm-hmm. but this is Jesus's road. And that you've been enlightened to the fact that, yeah, this is a good thing. And I'm in a place on this road where, you know, I'm just happy to be on this road. You and know, I'm headed to the kingdom. Yeah. Um, I even have God, God's kind of like built himself an altar, um, out of river stones with, with me. Um, and it's like, there's actual images in the stones that don't ask me how that's possible. I, <laughs> but it's like, I can see the scarecrow's face and the tin man and the lion and, uh, Dorothy is this hiker girl and she's going up the mountain so I have a whole mountain altar out of Riverstone that is built around the Wizard of Oz so, so you so you, 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 you're saying you see that that's how you see this no like I, it started with you know I'd go down to I live in the mountains and I would go down to oh. the creek creek and the Lord would tell me to pick up a rock and it's like there were pictures in the rock like literally like um really he just opened my eyes yes he just like opened my eyes to see these images and these stones and you know I started collecting them and you know after a, a year I laid them all on my bed and he had me build an altar for him. And it's literally this hiker girl going down the yellow brick road up to the mountain. And then the stone at the top, it's, there's a big rainbow, but it's over a bride and a bridegroom, Jesus. So yeah, it's it's around the wizard of us. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to encourage you, too, because I'm sure, you know, that word means more to you now, you know, seeing the Wizard of Oz like that, but it definitely means something very significant and special to me. Wow. That is amazing. I'm just always yeah. blown away by what God does and, you know, because I basically, I'm always, when I get on here, it's like, oh, I don't have a clue. You know, you just, <laughs> I can't do nothing. I mean, I mean, I, I'm just like, ugh, you know, 
And sometimes I'm just in awe that God is even, you know, doing this and connected me with this kind of ministry. <laughs> um, it's just amazing. I mean, thank you so much for the encouragement because, you know, I, I question sometimes, like, God, what is what is it? You know, you know mm-hmm. what what is this? And I've been really connected and listening to Prophet Randy basically like right after he got on the air, and that's got to be about thirteen, fourteen years ago. And wow. um, just you know, and then it, I think I've only been doing this for about maybe four, maybe five. I don't know, but. And I remember him encouraging me, and I was like, oh, I don't know about all that. Because that was when he was doing every, you know, all of the things, and then he started to bring other people on. And I was like, oh, I don't know. And he was like, oh, yeah, I got, you know, you can do this. And I'm like, yeah, really, I don't know what God's showing you. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know, you know. So, but I had to trust, you know, I had to trust God, you know, to step out. Yeah. And safe to even come on here. I mean, I have, you know, experience being on on air, but I had nothing to do with, per se, like anything like this. And then um, I live in a community in an area that's pretty cliquish. You know, I'm not from here. And so um, it's pretty cliquish. And, you know, it's kind of like you rub my back, I'll rub, I'll rub yours kind of environment that we live in in this community. And so, of course, I'm not from here, so I don't know anybody's back to rub. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, right. you know, you and I've had people say, you know, different things that I was doing. Well, you know, if you come over and you support what we do, then we can come over and support what you do. And I'm thinking, I'm not interested in you coming up to support what I do if God hasn't led me to come and support what you do. I don't expect you to come over. And so that's kind of the environment that I live in. And so I was talking to the Lord about that just maybe yesterday when I was, yeah, when I was out, you know, just kind of hanging out with him. And it was like, you know, God, here I am in this community. And, I mean, I'm involved with ministry to 